Bible has just came to life. You feel the presence of God, but you also hear the presence of God. On the ground, there's so many stories that I can share with you. The impact that pastors had on me. Obviously, the Bible is this ancient text. I got sucked into the Bible now, and I'm about to play my role. Welcome to Passages Voice. Short interviews from the many voices of Passages. From the ones that make the magic happen behind the scenes, to the real heroes of our program, our alumni. Hello everyone, um, this is Rachel here with The Passages Voice. Today I have the pleasure of chatting with Ian Swanson. He is from Omaha, Nebraska, and he went with Passages quite a, quite a while ago, but his story is just very fascinating. So I'm very excited to have Ian on with us today. Hey Ian, can you um, give us just kind of a little intro of yourself um, and let us know who you are? Sure. Hi, everybody. I'm Ian Swanson, and thank you so much, Rachel, for having me on. It's, it's really, really great to talk about passages because, uh, in short, passages changed my life. So a little bit about me. Uh, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska, originally. I went to Hillsdale College in Michigan, and uh, I've always been interested in politics. I've worked in political campaigns, those kinds of things. I actually ran for office myself. Um, and um, I got connected to passages because of a leadership organization that I was a part of. Um, and Israel was always something, a place that I really wanted to go to. It's always been uh, near and dear to my heart as a Christian. You know, I always uh, grew up kind of knowing that I supported Israel, but, you know, not really being able to explain why I supported Israel to my friends um, outside of just, you know, biblical reasons. Mm, yeah. And after I got connected to passages, I just, it was a perfect connection at the perfect time. I went in uh, 2016. Uh, for the uh, passages, mm -hmm. seems like forever ago now, two years. Um, and one of the first passages trips, I think. Um, but I was just infatuated and, and totally taken over with the love for Israel. The people, uh, the, the passages organization, the different groups we got to meet with. I mean, uh, I know I have some friends that have been on trips to Israel before, mm -hmm. um, but I really thought that my trip with passages was super comprehensive. I felt like I got a great understanding of a lot of different complexities and things that are going on in the region and, and meeting with lots of different people. So I really appreciated that. Um, so for me, it, somebody who has always wanted to go, who has been interested in Middle Eastern public policy, who's mm. you know worked to talk about those kinds of things, and then to have an opportunity to get a firsthand look in the region, in person, up close and personal, uh, was just a dream come true for me. That is awesome. I, I do love how Passages makes it possible when you, you never thought it could happen, but then all of a sudden you're like, oh my word, I'm going to Israel. <laughs> this is amazing. Um, so Ian, can you tell us a little bit kind of how the experience changed the way that you thought about the Middle East and then also kind of what, what you're doing now? Sure. So first, what I'm doing now, you might see the microphone in the in the picture, and that's because I'm I'm in radio. I do talk radio for a living here in Omaha. Uh, I produce and uh, and contribute to our look morning show, and I also have a weekend show three hours on the weekend. So I I get to talk about these issues for a living. Um, and so, how did passages impact my view of the region? Well, it totally changed it. Um, it, it gave me a much more comprehensive view, like I said earlier, and. and um, there are just a lot of kind of misconceptions that I think Americans have because of the way that the media portrays, you know, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and the different interest groups and what different people want and all of those kinds of things. There's just nothing like getting a firsthand 
view of what's really going on and and to get to meet people of various political persuasions of you know various mm -hmm. religious backgrounds ethnic backgrounds cultural backgrounds it really gives you that total sense of what's really going on so i went from kind of you know a blind support for the nation of israel because okay yay democracy and you know i've always you know loved israel in the biblical sense but to be able to walk away and say oh actually okay there are political reasons why i support x y or z and these are some of the things going on and the different uh points of view and how various people are trying to make it work so it just it really took my level from like a very rudimentary because Bible or because democracy and uh, gave me a much more comprehensive ability to articulate the competing interests and what kinds of people are working on things and potentially um, how we can work to create uh, better engagement from Americans and specifically Christians to the region. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So I, I follow your radio show a little bit and I've noticed that you, you have a lot of political, um, political people on to speak. You have a lot of amazing guests, um, but you also have some specifically related to the Middle East. And I think you even had recently had Robert with the Philos Project on. So yes. it, it sounds like it's really affected the way you just think about it and even the way that you inform your audience. So what's kind of your philosophy behind your show and, and how do you use your training in the Middle East to kind of inform others? Yeah, well, Middle Eastern uh, public policy really does affect the United States. I mean, obviously, as we're recording this, uh, we're poised to do strikes in Syria in response to chemical weapons uh, from Assad on his own people. Um, you know, there's always things going on against ISIS. There, we're, we're focusing on, um, you know, Iraq and whether or not we're going to stay at all or completely pull out. So the Middle East is constantly in the news. And so some people might be scared to talk about it because it can seem so complicated. You know, well, people have been fighting there forever, so what can we possibly do about it? But after having been to the region now twice, because I got to go back, uh, I was a part of the Philos Leadership Institute last year in 2017, and spent a lot more time in the region and going to Jordan and all that. Um, it really does impact Americans' lives. And so my job as a talk radio host is to tell people and show people and discuss with people what's going on, how it affects them and what they can do about it. You know, so what do you need to know? What can we do about it? And what are the solutions to the problems that people see? And so in order to do that, you got to bring on um, people that are experts in the field. And once I met Robert Nicholson, the Philos project, I mean, it's a slam dunk. He has traveled more than most diplomats of the state department in the region. I would dare say, he knows more people. And so I really appreciate his perspective, um, being a fair-minded person who's not just, you know, a partisan for one particular side of an issue. He really can understand the different relationships that are required. And um, passages in Philos helped me understand that so much of what goes on in the Middle East, the good change is relational and, and it's building coalitions between different groups you know, even one at a time as we work towards finding solutions that help people and, um, you know, being innovative about it. It's not just the kind of two-sided issue that the American media tries to get you to believe, you know. It's possible to, to be different than what many people, commentators believe. Like, I like to say that I walked away uh, more supportive of Israel on policy, but more supportive of the Palestinians' human rights 
case. I mean, I, I, I suffer with them. I empathize with them. I grieve for them and what their government and what the you know other interests in the region are doing to their human rights. So a lot of times when I explain that on the radio, Rachel, people say, what? What are you talking about? You can be both pro-Israel and pro-Palestinian. Like, absolutely. And, you know, not everybody that goes on passages might have that viewpoint because passages wasn't trying to ram a view down my throat. They were trying to get me to understand and think through these kinds of things for myself and understand that a complicated issue might have a complicated answer and reasonable people might end up disagreeing at the end on the finer points of, you know, what the solution might be. No, that's, that's fantastic. And it is, it is interesting how it's like, you know what, like we as pastors believe that you guys are smart. And so we say, Hey, we're going to show you each side of the issue and and you're going to have to decide. Um, So I think that's something really awesome that they do, but I kind of like to end things on a little bit of a lighter note. So can, can you tell me one of your favorite stories or something like that really sticks out to you that happened during your time in the Middle East? I think for me, um, you know, I, I, as a Christian, seeing the holy sites was one of the biggest highlights for me. Um, I, I think that, you know, regardless of, of where you come down on, is this the right place or is this, you know, is the, uh, the, the tomb outside of the city or is it the church of the house ever regardless it's as close as i will be on this side of eternity to where it actually mm-hmm. happened and um to just be in the place and meet the people and see the the, the climate mm-hmm. and the topography and all that um i think that combined with like i read my bible like and they went up to jerusalem and you go mm-hmm. oh, okay they went up to jerusalem fine <laughs> and then you go there with, with passages you realize it's on top of it. You have to go up, up, up to get mm. to Jerusalem. I mean, it's little things like that that just transform your life because you get to see and experience something up close and personal. And all of those things will stick with me for the rest of my life. That is, that is amazing, Ian. We want to thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out of your day to chat with us and give us a little bit of your story. And we look forward to working with you in the future as well. Uh, Passages is all about telling our alumni story. So thank you so much for being on with us today. Thanks for having me, Rachel. It's an honor and a privilege to be here and an honor and privilege to talk about passages because it really did change my life. Awesome. Well, thank you, Ian. Do you want a place to stay informed and join the conversation? Head over to passagesisrael.org backslash pulse, where we start vital conversations about the latest from Israel and give you practical ways to stay involved. Don't forget to head over and check it out. Thanks for listening.